Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. And now, it's time for Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Welcome to Inside Conan. Hello, I'm Mike Sweeney. And I'm Jesse Gaskell. And we're uh, writers on The Conan Show, and uh, we found a way to get out of doing work on the show by yeah. hosting a podcast. I mean, there's actually somewhere else I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah, that's literally true. You're supposed <laughs> to be shooting something for tonight's show. I know, and I thought I might have to do that thing where you run back and forth between two places, and I have to put on a mustache in between, <laughs> pretending to be two different people. Anyway, we're here to regale you with stories about late night. Yes. And this show. This show. Behind the, the scenes. Yeah. Clips from the show, the stories uh-huh. behind them, uh-huh. intrigue. Uh, we have disgruntled employees. We here. have a lot of them. And we were hoping. We're, the show's hosted by one. Exactly. So it trickles down. And we're hoping <laughs> by giving them the mic. It will diffuse uh, lawsuits. Yes. Possibly. (laughs) And to all the people who just heard us on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend and are now listening to this, welcome. Yeah, welcome. I mean, kind of everyone just discovered the show, right? Because it's only the second episode. (laughs) But I don't know. You Johnny come latelys. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell, man? There was one episode out for six days, and now you're discovering us? Fuck you. So today, we're going to grill our director of IT, Chris Hayes. Yes. Uh, We're going to talk to him about dumb stuff that people ask him to fix. Right. Apparently, it's 80% printers that don't have paper in them. Apparently, that's what his entire day is spent doing. And we're also going to talk to Diane Harmon about her job unearthing bizarre clips for the writers under, quote, research. She is sometimes ordered, I I think against her will, to look up terrifying things on the web. And we're going to ask fellow writer Lori Kilmartin to explain the Twitter feud she had this week with a giant celebrity. A really, sadly, a big celebrity. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of a referendum on our culture. Our times. <laughs> the times we live in. Yeah. It's actually unfolding. I saw there were even newer tweets ah. just last night. There was, oh, wow. They were going back and forth. They were going at it. Oh, wow. Okay. So we might Lori, have to follow yeah. up next week on this. <laughs> yeah, I know. If Lori's this. still alive. <laughs> right. And we'll also talk to associate producer Jordan Schlansky about one of the things he loves most in the world. Spoiler, it's not himself. No, it's it's really illuminating. He was on last week and uh, him talking. It was a nice coffee break for us, so we thought we'd do it again. Yes, I think I, I'll choose that time to meditate. Mm-hmm. 
But first, let's talk about what happened on the Conan TV show this yeah, week. Yeah, the TV show this week. My favorite guest was uh, the hilarious stand-up Ron Funches. I love Ron Funches. And he was just on a tour with Conan in the fall. That's right. So they really became close, and it was it's really fun to see yeah. them back together again. You can uh, see how Conan has started to annoy Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always fun to have him on the show, and we particularly enjoyed this anecdote. Yes, here's a clip of Ron that Jesse and I both personally related to. Yeah, it was very triggering for us. I thought we really bonded on the tour. I thought we had a good time. Yeah, except for when you play guitar and maybe listen. <laughs> I didn't make you listen. I just happened to... Well, you be- locked eyes with me and blocked the room. <laughs> Maybe I well, did. Welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> 25 fucking years. <laughs> it's really just true. There's a, it's a whole lifetime. People are like, can you put that thing down? Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you're best at. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think that a lot of people don't understand that Conan is literally playing guitar at every rehearsal that we run. Yes, every rehearsal. I he used to just play in the office years ago. Uh, my, oh, that sounds awful. My first day at work, I was waiting for the elevator at Thirty Rock on the sixth floor. I'll never forget. And Conan comes around the corner with a guitar. Oh no! And just starts serenading me I don't remember the song <laughs> and looking at me and playing and I thought oh I thought I was hired oh. and started a job but this is all part of this is still part of the interview Amazing. process yeah and I'm supposed to react a certain way yeah you had to perform back to him I, I, I had that's never happened to me oh. Did you want to just turn around and get back on the elevator? I, I kept hitting the, <laughs> the button unsubtly. I'm like, come on. I think I took the stairs. I took the fire stairs to get out of there. I didn't know what to do. But that was fine. It was confined to the office. But then one day in rehearsal, I was sitting in the guest chair. And all of a sudden, he pulls out an electric guitar and oh, no. starts playing. And he has an amp. He plugged in. He plugged in. And I was like, oh, my God, this is... It's getting no, louder. No, not, not during <laughs> re- rehearsals, you know, stressful enough as it is. And now there's loud guitar solos going on. So the next day, I went to props, and I got one of those, the airport ground crew, those giant earmuffs they wear to and I just when he started playing I put those on and I was like this will nip you know this will nip yeah. this in the bud uh you know cut to 18 years later he just played louder he did play louder he did he got he started getting bigger amps and soon it, it, it was crazy it was like a Metallica concert with like a wall of amps and so he really started his midlife crisis at like in his early 30s. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mid to, <laughs> mid to late 30s, I think. But so now he still he still does it. He still does it. And it's great for me to hear someone like Ron, someone who's coming into the yes. house and saying, oh, this is dad, weird. Your, yeah. Your dad shoots guns in the house right. and you guys are all cool. Your with house it. smells weird because we all we're, all we're all used to the gun. I know. Fire. And it's just like, well, yeah, of course. Well, and one thing we should clarify, Conan is a totally proficient guitar player. Oh, yes. He's good. He's he's good. Yes. He's not great. I mean, it's not like he's going to Your word's get... not mine. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, when's he going on tour for the music? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and he learns new songs, and so sometimes yes. he'll bring new ones into the right. repertoire. But 
in general, I mean, how many times would you say you've heard him play Creep by Radiohead? Um, I, I keep a log of that. Four, High hundreds. 489 yeah. times. Yes. And that's a slow, long song. It's a very long song. And he, he doesn't skip a, a no. verse. No. Mm-mm. I think he adds a bridge. What's the other one he plays when he's... Well, he what? used to play to as a, actually as a punishment to right. us. He would play that that Georgia Satellite. That's it. I got my, <laughs> some change in my pocket. Go no ring a ling a ling. If he doesn't like a bit, he's like, "Well, yeah. here's your reward. I'm going to play that song." Yeah. Me. No, he basically trained us like dogs yes. to react to that song. I, I think late at night, if you're working on a script, the big motivator is not, "Oh, I wanted to do get laughs." It's, I want it to get on the show so he doesn't So I can avoid that, hearing that song. That song. Now it's in my head again. <laughs> oh, no. What's that? Hi, Steve, I can't hear you. You want me to sing? I'll do it if you want. Three. Now I got some change in my pocket going jing, jingling. My girl, she tell me that she wants herself a ring. I said, my honey, my baby, love you the rest of my life. She said, no huggy, no kissy until you... Make me your wife, I said, my honey, my darling, don't put my love on no show. She said, don't tell me no lies and keep your motherfucking hands to your... And now it's time for... IT Fix of the Week! Fix of the Week! Fix of the Week. So we wanted to turn the spotlight onto one of the real unsung heroes of our show, our IT director, Chris Hayes. Mm-hmm. I have to say, Chris Hayes is... Definitely one of the most sought-after people here. He is. Building. Fixing emergencies all over. So into Like, people at 10 a.m., people are like, where's Chris? I'm pulling up to the parking lot at that Hey, that's, I, I don't keep track. <laughs> that's not our job. Yeah, we're we like, where's track. Chris? The internet is broken. It's oh. not working right. I need my porn. <laughs> so <laughs> 10 a.m. So what'd you fix this week? Uh, someone called me with an issue with the internet slowness, and I had them restart their computer. Yeah, it works for 25% of the issues. I'll give you my trade secrets here. Turn the computer off and then turn it back on. Turn it back on. We, we call it power cycling. <laughs> give, it a, give, give, it, give it a little fancy twist on it. But power cycle your computer. It's basically a reboot. It fixes 25% of the issues. Uh, See, hey, you're kind of talking your way out of a job. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's still need for me to do 75% of the things. Um, turn people's printers back on. Fill printers with paper. It's on the lower end of the things wait, that I do. Does wait, someone wait, really wait. call you because their printer didn't have paper? That is what I want to know. You'd be surprised of. I, I oh, would tell be. us the dumbest thing someone's called you to their office for. Uh, without without, <laughs> you don't have to without say mentioning me. What immediately came to mind? Because you looked at Sweeney when I said, what's the dumbest thing someone's called you in for? The first thing I do when he calls me about the printer mm-hmm. issue is I go in there and make sure it has paper in it. Not... I'm not saying that it happens all the time, but I'm also not saying that it hasn't happened before. But I've always had paper in there. No, I'm saying that there's been times you there's haven't had been paper. Times in there. Wait, that was oh, the and that was the issue. That was the no. You're, absolutely you're, you're looking not. surprised. Yeah, you're mistaking me for I, someone else. Absolutely not. You know, this whole know fix of the week. Thing I'm sorry is that cut. I'm sorry uh, that this circled back to you. This is cut. I have I have to. Who be do we want to believe, the this. IT director or or me? I, of course, I would check for paper. But I, there, there's people that don't have their monitors turned on and wonder that why their computer isn't working. Oh, Things like no. that happen. Oh, that's great. Like, it varies. And then there's actually legit issues that I encounter. Can I ask you, uh, do you, are you tracking how people are spending their time online? I do not. 
but is does that information exist somewhere? It definitely does. So there's a a, a log. There's there's a log. There can be a lot. That shows how much time some of us may spend no. on online shopping. No, no, I don't think they're worried about those. Okay. Those particular okay. details. Who's that? Like child Who's that? There's always yeah. a they. It, well, it's no one in the... This it's, goes all the way to the is top. It, it's Warner Brothers, I Well, assume. without divulging too much about infrastructure, because I can't do that. What? There, yeah. Wait. There, there, there this can be Chris log- Hayes non-disclosure there, of the week. There can non-disclosure. Be, there, <laughs> no, wait. There can, be, there can be logs about everything if, if it's requested. But we've never been told, hey, don't do not do this. No, no would you? No. No, you let people do what they're going to do. Oh, so you're saying let give people enough rope to hang themselves. Well, I'm not. Like, no, well, you wouldn't want anyone to hang themselves, but yeah. If, so where do your loyalties lie here? <laughs> Seriously. To the job itself. Who do you work for? The job itself. Yeah. It's bigger than all of us. It's bigger Your than job, all of us. Right? I'm yeah. just a cog in this thing. Yeah, okay. You know? Sure. I do what I'm told. Everyone has wow. a boss. Yeah, so. At a certain oh my point. God. You, you are beholden to the bigger cogs. You guys are safe if, if you're worried about. Oh my God. He ah. really. But we don't even know what we're safe about. That... Exactly. <laughs> you're fine for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> just know you're on the right path grasshopper for example something that i had to track down was there was someone pirating hbo television shows oh. from behind this network and we had to track that they down. know we can just share a password with them right what no it was literally like they were hosting their own little server here because we have really really good bandwidth here and they were actually wait we um, do yeah so Jordan was uh, <laughs> stealing HBO. Oh, that that guy does some crazy stuff. Wait. Is that true? It could Chris A's oh Jordan gosh. IT crime <laughs> of the week. That's great. No, Slansky's a power user. He's good. What he does is innocuous. It's fine. It's fine. But couldn't you talk about it? An innocuous power user. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't speak on his his browsing habits or anything. Okay, under well, oath you could though say you do find out some interesting th- browsing habits. Just just happen upon people's computers. I'm not looking for it, but if you don't close out certain windows before I come work on your computer, right? And I have yeah. to look at your screen. That yeah, I've seen some interesting like what things here. Without you don't have yeah, to say no the names. person. No names. <laughs> no names. Uh, no, no. I I, I love everyone here. And right. I don't. That goes without and it, saying. And it, obviously, no judgment, no nothing. Yeah. But there's certain things that I see, and I go, I'm going to block that out of my memory, so I can look at that person wow. the next time. Oh. Because they know by the time I leave their computer, they know that I've also seen it mm-hmm. as well. Uh, has anyone? So then, so then there's that moment when you're looking, and it's like, yeah, you know mm-hmm. that I know, mm-hmm. and, and then we'll just leave it at that. So we can figure it out by just walking near you and seeing who avoids eye contact. No, <laughs> <laughs> we keep it cool, man. People know. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. So when you see something that you wish you could unsee and that person knows you saw that, does anyone ever say, please, do we have an understanding? No, no need to. No one. It's already implied by me just not even commenting on it. But, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. there's a look, you know, the eyes get a little bit bigger for a second. Like, whoa, shit, that was there. Right, right, right. And it could have been for research purposes. I don't know. Once again, I'm not judging anyone. Very good. But I do see some interesting things and I have seen some interesting things. (laughs) <laughs> some of their likes are there sites that are actually blocked yeah because i'll tell you you know what's funny is there's the um the fitness studio that i buy mm-hmm. classes from sometimes is blocked all right i think it's because there are s- sexy lady photos oh no you can on... have sexy lady photos really yeah absolutely. why is that one blocked then um 
it could load malware on your system. Uh, but so in it, general, sexy lady sites are not blocked. Perfectly fine. Man. Yeah, so we have learned a lot about our company structure, I think. Yes. Which is that Hayes is the boss of all of us. Yes. And above him, there's some kind of shadow organization. Called them. Them. They. And they. I and think they. they. The deep state. the right word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of our, of Conoco. I hope people who work on our show listen to this just so they know. Yeah. That they are watching. Yes. And that Hayes is the conduit for Big they. Brother is watching. And that, to think twice before they ask you to swap out a mouse. <laughs> right. And also to just turn their computers on and off. Or as we like to call it, power cycling. This is sort of Ben. IT fix of the week. Fix of the week. Fix of the week. Once we learn that out and out porn and all types of smut are absolutely allowed on our computers. Encouraged. As if I didn't know that already. <laughs> uh, we decided to look into uh, some searches, maybe some of the writers and some of our video researchers have been up to over the years. Yeah, so after the break, we'll ask our colleague Diane Harmon about her strangest research projects in the name of comedy. Plus, we'll have another joie de vivre with Jordan Schlansky. Oh, thank God. We're back with more Inside Conan. Did I scare you? Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, you look startled. So after that interview with Chris Hayes, we decided to follow up and talk to someone on our staff whose browser history uh, might be a little questionable compared to other staff members. Uh, Diane Harmon, welcome. Hi, thank you for Diane, having me. Diane, welcome. What's your current title? Um, currently, I'm the post-production coordinator. Okay. So I don't have to do too many internet searches now. Right. But now you, you what don't. did you used to do? But I used to. I was uh, in Clips Research for... Probably two-ish years. Mm -hmm. um, Those are the two-ish years we'd like to discuss. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is, that's what you've been deposed for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is, that's what this is. Oh, no. Pick up the Bible on the table mm -hmm. and raise your right hand. Now, uh, so yeah, we, we were uh, curious over the years for comedy bits, what were some of, the, I'm guessing there are searches you had to do that have st stuck, stuck with you and you might be able to recall. Yeah. I'm curious to hear about some of the more colorful ones. Salacious ones. Yeah. You know, I, I have one that immediately comes to mind because I do think about it often and I, uh -oh. <laughs> and I, because Talk I've to told, about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I've told this story to many people. Um, but there was uh, one summer and it was, I was kind of fresh in the job. I was um, shadowing another girl who did the same job, Liz Davies and um, woman. She, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. A lovely woman. <laughs> um, and, uh, she was going out of town this one week during the summer to go to a wedding or something. And so she was setting me up and making sure I was all good to be by myself on the job. And I was like, no worries. You can leave me alone. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> um, and also that same week was like the hottest week of Los Angeles's heat wave currently. And so it was like 109 degrees in our tiny trailer. Um, and I didn't have Liz with me. And we... Uh, started doing a writer pitched this idea for um, it was based on an, a news story, I guess, where uh, they had just come up with porn for the blind. Um, oh, yeah. I do vaguely remember this. Yeah. And the actual news story is that, you know, it's just narrated porn, essentially uh -huh. really descriptive uh -huh. porn. But 
the writer who pitched this bit was that there was like a seeing eye dog watching the porn for his uh, person okay. and like anyway so so we had to find we had to find porn to go in the background of this oh, no. this clip we had yeah. to had to um and and so oh god i i just remember we somehow just had dvds on our on our shelf already from I guess something that had been previously done yeah <laughs> um and it was it just felt it just felt wrong the whole time because I'm like was the writer in there looking at these with you no he okay. was not because he felt very uncomfortable oh how which did kind I of, guess it was a he <laughs> yeah he was, felt um, uncomfortable asking me for it it was yeah. Jose it was Jose oh it was yeah. Jose and just like <laughs> I mean both of us are uncomfortable people so we're he's like very apologetically pitching this to me and is yes. already so sorry that he's asking me to do this and I'm also like no I'm sorry you know like I'm sorry that you're uncomfortable uh so he asked me to go through I mean I don't I'm not an expert on porn either but I was like do you want like hardcore porn or are you just looking for like you know a pizza man shows up at a doorstep right. whatever and um, and if, and he got super uncomfortable again. And I don't know that he asked for specifics, but I looked through. He already through, had time codes. <laughs> yeah, he had time codes. Um, but I went through hardcore stuff first, which was really disturbing. <laughs> and uh, it, mostly disturbing because I was doing it at my place of work. And just like there are people walking past me in the background and it's 110 it a degrees. Sp- it's kind of public yeah. there. It is. Yeah. There's a lot of traffic through that trailer. Um, oh, and our air conditioning had broken. Oh, we were no. we were like they're just fans blowing, trying to keep the air moving. Well, this and so sounds I'm like the like, beginning of a porn itself. <laughs> it could be. Uh, Call the air conditioning repairman. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, so I'm just kind of so like hot. pouring sweat at my desk, watching, <laughs> <laughs> going through and picking selects from this DVD of hardcore porn. Can I ask an upsetting question? Mm-hmm. Did this piece make the error? <laughs> yeah. It, it did. It did. But um, standards... I thought it was all going to be for not, and then I was yeah, really well, going to feel bad for you. Sort of, because standards absolutely rejected us showing any sort of <laughs> like hardcore porn, even though it was like on a screen in the background. Right. They were like, we'll have to blur the entire thing. Right. And then you, you might as well have just used And then we just used B-roll. soft porn. <gasps> it, soft corn? <laughs> soft corn porp. Yeah. Um, we could have shot Jose. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure out. the clip they went with, it's two fully clothed people uh, maybe touching each other on the cheek. It is like the very, very early foreplay yeah. is what wow. we went with. So, so you could have <laughs> just watched that. Truly. I yeah. truly could 12 hours saved. of research really paid yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but it did make it to air. And here is some of that infamous sketch. So Jose's idea was showing the way that blind people currently experience porn, which is through a seeing eye dog acting as a translator. Oh, boy. <laughs> Come on, Toby. What's going on? I'm well spent. I think we can all agree uh, after hearing that that it was worth Diane's time and uh, to do 20 hours of porn search. But uh, what do you what do you look at? It's not just porn, right? What else have you researched? 
I love when emails start off with, this might be a stretch, but, or like, I don't know if this exists, but. Well, we do often it. ask you for very specific things. <laughs> yes. And this one, they were looking for, um, I think, like old, sad couples tra- getting hit by deer or something <laughs> which uh, uh, was impossible we found a, we actually found a lot of clips of old people feeding deer but the deer never the deer attacked. never attacked <laughs> so we got so close so we had to hire old, an old couple <laughs> a <laughs> rabid deer yeah and finally got the footage we had we, old is, happy well, I don't even know what that's mm, for I don't if know there was footage either. of that that would be the bit you wouldn't need anything else around it. Yeah, that's the bit. Mm-hmm. Diane, thank you. And I think I speak on both of us, our behalves when I say we're sorry. Your life is disturbing. All right. You asked for it. This is all your fault. No one asked for this, <laughs> what you're about to say. But go ahead. <laughs> all right. Uh, we promised you more with associate producer Jordan Schlansky. I don't know why yeah, people why? keep asking for this. Uh, but we will deliver. Here is Joie de Vivre with Jordan. This week we asked Jordan if he had a passion for sports. Well, I don't follow sports myself. I am fine okay. to play sports. I'm not interested on in what watching sports other do sports. What sports do you play? Well, I like to uh, build my body. I understand how the human body works, right. and I like to exercise it to, uh, you to change exercise. its But what sports? Its yeah. Uh, well, I consider bodybuilding a sport, frankly. Okay. So you like to do some cleans, some squats? I don't do squats uh, so much. I uh, I have a regimen, and uh-huh. uh, it's worked Fart for licks? me. Do you do those? Can you say that again? Fartlick? Now, you see, I've never heard that term. Okay. N- and nor am I able to infer what it might mean. Me it's, neither. It's, it's, a, it's something that sprinters do. I uh, I don't like when people talk to me at the gym. And there was a trainer that would, uh, there was a period where he was working at my gym. He would always come over and talk to me and I would kind of yes him. And uh, and he came over one time and, and he saw me working out a certain way and he said uh, something, farmer, he said something like a farmer. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guessing him, thinking what, you know, uh, that would get him away. And he came back a half hour later having put together a big apparatus. I think it's called a farmer's walk, which I which I only learned from this experience. And he, he asked me if I wanted to do a farmer's walk and then proceeded to put together an apparatus for a half hour. Um, so you work okay. with weights, I bet. I do. Okay. Do you Instagram yourself like, no, like I a don't. hot shot of you? No. Doing but do you have curls? sort of a, a, re- a routine that you do? I do. I have that. Where did you get that routine? Eight weeks in a, well, I've crafted it myself over years. I've been working out since October 1996. Joined a gym for the first time in June 1997. What gym? Uh, it was uh, in New York City. It used to be called Synergy. It later became known as Boom Fitness. Uh, and I don't know if they're still around. It was on 81st and 3rd. I met you before you started working out. Yes. You were yes, you mind. did. Yeah. There was a time I was working out when you knew me. I think I I'm the one who told you to start bulking up. Unlikely. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> it's possible. Um, and I also told you to try to sit alone in a dark room and just... That was, that was instinct. That's something no one ever needs to tell me. Right, that was Joie de Vivre with Jordan. If we do that again, let's let's have an egg timer and hold him to sixty seconds. That would be great. Yeah, I 
don't think anyone needs more than that. What we just played was edited down from a 36-minute reply. <laughs> we cut out a lot of it. And I still don't feel like I know him any better. No, no. That's the thing. The more that you uncover about Jordan, the more questions there are. It's endless. He's the, the true Russian doll. Yes. After the break, we investigate a Twitter feud accidentally instigated by our own Conan writer, Lori Kilmartin. This is a story that is still developing. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome back to Inside Conan. So we had a little bit of a, a Twitter drama with one of our yes. writers this week, and she's here to talk to us about it. Which is great. Lori Kilmartin. Hi, guys. Lori's writing the show and a really, really hilarious stand-up comic. We tease her because she has the most gigs of any comic in America. <laughs> she does. Possibly. She's squeezed this podcast in between gigs. <laughs> <laughs> a breakfast well, show. I have a son and a mother uh, to avoid. So uh, anytime I can go. be out away from the people that need me, I take every opportunity. That's so good that's advice your stand-up tip. Yeah. for aspi aspiring comedians. And have a parents. mother and a son. <laughs> And you'll be in the clubs in no time. <laughs> but you also have a, you're, you're a Twitter presence. Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of people read your Twitter. And your this very week. Very funny Twitter feed. We found out there's a very famous person who reads your Twitter. She didn't. I don't think she follows oh, me. maybe but not. She, no, she did find it. Yeah. She did find so it. So what yeah. happened? Yes. Somebody tweeted. Um, they had included her. They had at. They included Stormy oh. in the tweet. So they what, said, isn't that called? So it's called like a snitch tagging. Her. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a snitch tag. No. Okay. They said, "Oh, my boss Stormy Daniels is going to be uh, headlining a comedy club." Uh, and so I looked at the calendar of that club, and the only female performer at the comedy club that month was Stormy, the porn star ah, Stormy wow. Daniels. Wow. And that's just to me, that's a knife in a, a wound that will never heal, which is that. Female comics have trouble getting right. work, yeah. Even when they're like pretty accomplished. You Plus, know? there are so many other female porn stars who could headline. Why <laughs> just why storm it? Yeah, it's, it's unfair. It really is. <laughs> so, uh, so I I tweeted some sort of frustration about that, and uh -huh. it's not a great tweet. I was more just angry. Well, about, here it is. Do you want to read it? It's right there. Okay, uh, doing stand up is not a reward for being famous. Please leave the weekend gigs for actual female comics because she's doing it Wednesday. But I can see this going into. You know, weekend. It, it, of course, it would go into week. If she makes money, she'll probably get weekends someplace, mm -hmm. and that will count as having a female headliner. And there's a lot of club owners that don't like female headliners, don't like female comics. They use them as sparingly as possible. And if Stormy counts, right. well, why not have one that's hot? She's you know, meeting a quote. and right. is nice and is fun, and I can call her a whore, and she's not going to get mm -hmm. mad. And you know what I mean? Like, who's yeah. cool? She's cool, like a porn star. Where female comics may may not be cool like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, and this is her first. First foray into stand-up. That's a totally separate issue, which is she's never done stand-up before, yeah. and she's oh, is starting that true? as she a is. headliner. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, and and that that's a second dump on stand-up comedy, which is like it's so hard to be good and to yeah. get good. Yeah. They say it takes so ten years work. to even become. Yeah, to Adequate find your voice. Yeah. She she's a performer, so she probably she has perf no, but she is she has live chops. She does live shows, and she's probably funny. <laughs> so she has that kind of comfort on right. stage, which yeah. is great. She, mm -hmm. she will comfort anyone who's <laughs> but with anyone anything who's you throw at her. Imagine yourself naked. Oh wait, I am naked. <laughs> well, imagine myself clothed. <laughs> but anyone. 
someone who's comfortable on stage, that's half mm. the battle of stand up. Yes. So she has that. So she might be better, quicker at it. But it, it's all, it was also just like, you, you wait, you're not hiring any female headliners, but you're automatically headlining someone yeah. who's never done stand up. It, it, it's incredibly. Uh, I'm guessing this is a club you wouldn't want to work at anyway. Guess I'm what? Guessing. They just oh. booked me. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, so as a result yes. of this kerfuffle, they, they booked you. Yeah, they're like, you know, oh, 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 we're a big fan. And, and, and so they gave me a weekend. Oh, we oh a weekend a gig. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is it? It's in Texas? It's in Houston, yeah. Oh, in oh, Houston. Right, okay. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. So, so, and I told them, I, I just want to do stand up. I just like right. every female comic I know, we just want paid work. Of course. And uh, this is not a showdown, and I'm not, you know, against right. Stormy or right. anybody. I just want to do gigs. Like, you just every want other more comic. gigs right. for yes. working female comics. Yes. Well, so, so your initial tweet blew up. Um, and I, I'm reading here off of because she quote tweeted. Yes. Yes. And and it's there's an article here on ET Canada, which is exciting right. that you made ET Canada. <laughs> it is. Um, so Stormy wrote back to you, and she said, "Wow, so supportive. I am an actual female, but I'll never get women who just tear other women down. And I know it's not a reward. I've been writing comedy material for over ten years. Would you like me to critique your BJ skills? Your whole foot fits in your mouth, so you'll probably do." Great. A, I, my foot is a size 11. So <laughs> can we go line by line on this one? Sure. Wow. So supportive. I, I, no, I'm not supportive. Like why, why would I have to be supportive? I know. Why do we have not to... a comic doing what I do for a living? Fuck you. I don't have to support you. I am quote an actual female. I never said you weren't an actual female. The actual, what I said actual is actual female, female comics. comics. Yeah. So she's either <laughs> dumb or she deliberately misread that. Right. Either way, fuck her. Sorry. <laughs> and I know it's not quote a reward. I don't think you do know that. I think you're I think you feel like you're famous and you should be able to sell out a comedy club. And you might. And she probably will sell out more than I will when I'm there for five nights. Um uh Which May is when? through June first. <laughs> I've been writing comedy material. You didn't say fuck you in response to that line. <laughs> for so over ten years. You're warming up to her. Writing uh, maybe she has been writing comedy for 10 years that has nothing to do with performing Can that be true? comedy it, it, it yeah. could totally be okay. true but it has I nothing to do with demand performing to see her notebooks. Yes. <laughs> do you think she submitted to if she, be a writer I on our show love it she, if she was in the top 10 that would be <laughs> awkward i know if you two were in the writer's room together would you like me to critique your bj skills honestly yes yeah i know sure. like, that part i feel like like that's a useful a, that's genuine. feedback. And finally, that's what you're good at. And thank you for offering it to me. Maybe I could look at some of your comedy and critique that. Yes. And then we've de- dealt with the foot thing. So her response was deliberately misreading the intent. Well, and I'm sure that Stormy would be offended if, you know, one of us immediately started doing high profile porn gigs mm-hmm. right. because that probably takes many years to master. I think the audience would be offended if I started doing porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would out. not be uh, there, I'm sure there's training involved and yes, I don't even want to do stand up versus porn. I'm just saying, you know, uh, and I didn't come at her cause she is a sex worker. She's famous because she's a sex worker. Well, yeah. But so she's a celebrity who decided to do stand up. Right. She's just as bad as Jeremy Piven. Right. And or if Michael Avenatti went out and started doing stand up. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I didn't mention that she's a sex worker, but 
people then decided I was anti-sex workers. Like, you brought it up, not me. I am just as appalled when actors decide they're going to do stand-up and are given headline gigs. I'm but, disgusted but that, with Jeremy Piven's career. It's but, awful. But that usually just flames out right away, right? It usually does. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. But it, it's, it's, it's a blip. One degree worse when it's a woman and, and it's... Uh, in a business that barely hires the women that do actually do the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think she could turn out to be a great observational comic. I, <laughs> it's true. What's the deal with these fluffers? I, I, so these, relatable. What about that low angle shot? Does it have to be in every film? <laughs> Camera dildos. What's up with those? There's anyone who I want to hear the difference between men and women. It's Stormy Daniels, right? right? She knows more than all, better than any of us. But I think... I do think it'll resolve itself because, but, because she's either good at, I, good at yes, it or she's not. The, uh, so the, it won't. But even the show will speak for itself. I, I, Comedy is subjective. Right. So if people come out of her show and say it was great, then it was great. It doesn't even. Well, they are the people that would pay to go see Stormy yeah, Daniels. They're probably stand-up. not the people that are going to pay a female headliner that they haven't heard of goes Mm-hmm. To do stand up, you know that got you know it's just probably not the same audience, and she can probably sell it out a bunch like of a comedy clubs. <laughs> but should she? And and, and it, it's an irritation with her. It's like you can sell at strip clubs. Why are you coming to our place where we right. can barely get yeah. work and taking our stuff too? I don't know. Okay, please everybody follow Lori. Her Twitter is at any Lori. Yeah, any Lori sixteen. Yes, and you're hilarious on Twitter, and you thanks. you've written two books. I have. Wow. Yeah, and they're great. Thanks. One of them's Very called funny. Shitty Mom, and it's a parenting book, and uh, the uh, other one's called Dead People Suck, and it's a comedic memoir about hospice cancer, losing a parent. And I went to a reading. It's stuff. dark and very funny. Oh, you were at that. Was yes, really cool you of fan. you to be there. I, I really my appreciated pleasure. that. I'm a big that was fan. Nice. Yeah. I bought the book. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, that's, I bought it as well. You guys don't have to After read it. After the reading. All I ask is that people buy it. Reading is, that's optional. <laughs> well, <laughs> done and done. <laughs> I looked at the cover art. <laughs> Lori, thank you so much. Thanks. Lori, um, thank you're you. You're hilarious every day in the office. Yes. Oh, thanks, guys. And that is it for our show this week. What? Wow, that went by so fast. That's crazy. Uh, and somehow, if this wasn't enough of us, please listen to us on Conan <laughs> O'Brien Needs a Friend. Yeah, if you haven't already listened to that, um, Conan O'Brien episode. is very funny and has his own podcast. Yes. Uh, maybe you didn't know that because you just are fans of us. Right. Uh, you, you'll be shocked to learn he also is uh, in the podcast business. And he's quite good at it. Yeah, he's pretty good. And also, if you go over to teamcoco.com, you can see other hilarious comedy from the week. We had some really fun... On Live the TV sketches. Show. Yeah. Uh, there was one particular sketch that I really loved uh, that was called Ask Me Anything Except What Happened at the Lake House That Weekend. Yes, it's very funny. It's Conan taking questions from the audience. Yeah, it was written by uh, Todd Levin. Todd Levin, really funny sketch. So go check it out. Yes. That's teamcoco.com. That's dot com. And uh, we'll also put a link in the show notes for this episode. I'm sick of spoon feeding everyone. Yeah, I know. Haven't you heard of Google? Yeah, man. So we hope that we've given you a good glance behind the curtain here at Conan. And uh, I got out of doing some work, which was yes. great. You still have to do that. I do. Now. I know. I'm already getting texts about it. Yeah. I, I saw like, you checking your phone. <laughs> I guess saying you're doing a podcast doesn't really it's, it work It doesn't get me. Excuse. I know. Try it, up, try it by Conan at two. When we're rehearsing. Yeah, yeah. But it's not ready. Sorry, Conan. I couldn't be there. I I was shooting my hit podcast. Episode two. Episode two. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening. We like you. Oh. Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by me, Mike Sweeney, and Jesse Gaskell. It's produced by Julia Smith and Kevin Bartelt. Engineered by Will Beckton. Mixed by Ryan Connor. Supervising producer is Aaron Blayart. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and executive producer Jeff Ross at Team Coco. And Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf. Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. You choose. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.